Good morning, gentlemen. Today's staff is Daf Lamed in Rosh Hashanah. We learned for a full for Yosef Israel Ben Chai Michal. <coughs> Yesterday we learned the Mishnah that on Rosh Hashanah, when it came out on Shabbos, even at the time of the base of Migdash, they did not blow the shofar outside of the base of Migdash or outside of Yerushalayim. We should say very carefully about that because there's a Shaila what happened in Yerushalayim at the time of the base of Migdash. But outside, they did not. Why? Because we can more explain the famous Nakana because uh, you might come to carry it uh, to your teacher to, sh- to, to teach you how to blow the shofar. After the time of the base of Migdash, all these are Tekanas that we brought down from Yochum and Zakai after the Churban. He said that they should blow the shofar only in a place there was a bezin. Rabbi Lezer said only in the place where the Sanhedrin uh, uh, stood after the time of the base of Migdash, like in Yavna. But, um, uh, but the Chacham say, in whatever there's a, uh, wherever there's a Bezdin, even like a, Rashi says a Bezdin of 23, others say a Bezdin of 3. We discussed that yesterday. So what was the difference between Yavne and Yerushalayim? So the, at the end of the mission, mission said, oh, that uh, the mission said, well, the difference is that Yerushalayim, even the places that were near, you could hear, you could see, uh, you, you can get there to Yerushalayim, they blew the shofar there too. So we come out, as we'll see, that there's actually three different categories after the time of the base of Migdash. Meaning... Even at the even at the time of the base of Migdash, they blew the shofar. Whether there was in Bezdin at the at the base of Migdash on on Shabbos, We're only talking about on Shabbos. It's not on Shabbos. You can blow the shofar anywhere you want. Only the, the issue is here on Rosh Hashanah came out on Shabbos. What is our issue that uh, that you might come to carry it? So in the base of Migdash, there was no such gzera because they didn't for Migdash. So anytime in the base of Migdash, they could blow it anytime, whether the Bezdin was in session or not. We said the Bezdin was only in session in the morning. Uh, but even in the afternoon, in the base meters, they blew it. In Yerushalayim, as we'll see, they blew they they blew the shofar only when the besom was in session. And we're talking about even when the base meters was there, they would blow the, they could blow it on Shabbos. Uh, they could blow the shofar on Shabbos. Whereas outside of the base meters, they didn't blow it all. At the time, uh, even at the time of the base Migdash. so we see the three different crows. At the time of the base Migdash, they it, in the base Migdash, they blew any time during the day. Even on, I'm talking about only on Shabbos. Uh, if not on Shabbos, no problem. But on Shabbos, they blew any time of the day. In Yerushalayim, they also blew the shofar even on Shabbos, even on Shabbos, as long as the base major was in session, as we'll, as we're discussing on today's daf. And and Yav and outside the base major, they didn't blow the shofar at all, except at the Bezdin itself. Now, what do we mean by at the Bezdin? So yesterday we said in like in Yavna. Uh, where they were metakin, in other words, outside the base Migdash, they didn't blow the shofar at all on Shabbos, Loba Medina, but Rabbi Yochum and Zaka was metakin. what's the difference between, let's say, Yerushalayim and Yavna, then Yerushalayim at the time of the base Migdash, they blew the shofar whenever the Bezdin was in session, but even 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 if they weren't at the Bezdin, they blew the shofar anywhere in Yerushalayim as long as the Bezdin was in session, whereas in Yavna, they only blew when at the at the at the Bezdin itself, when the base when the Bezdin was in session, and Rav Huna said at the end of yesterday's daf, in Bezdin, what do we mean? Befnei Bezdin, and we came out that means only in front of the Bezdin. Meaning, if the Bezdin is not in session, it's got to be at the Bezdin. So if the Bezdin's not in session, you know, if their Bezdin's closed, they didn't blow the shofar in Yavna. And that's what he means. At the end of the daf, he said, "Om Rav Huna, in Bezdin, my in Bezdin, befnei Bezdin, la pukeshlov befnei Bezdin below." If they weren't in front of Bezdin, they didn't blow the shofar in Yavna. Whereas in Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, they, they, they did, when the Yerushalayim, when the Bezdin was in Yerushalayim, they blew the shofar even not in front of the Bezdin. 
as long as the Besan was in session, but even if they weren't in front of Besan. So let's just repeat these few lines before we get to the Y lines. We saw this at the end of yesterday's offer, we'll repeat it again, just for completion's sake. Masu Rava, those of us at the end of the mission said that Yushalayim had this, Yaseir al had this advantage over Yavna. Maiva owed. If it's just simply what the Mishnah said, that in Yerushalayim, even places that were nearby to Yerushalayim, that you could, from that place, you could hear, you could see, uh, you could get there. There was no Tchum Shabbos, there was no river in between. You could physically get there. Uh, they blew the shofar there too. So just say Zos. What's Vaod Zos? There's something missing in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, and here's another difference between Yerushalayim and, and Yavna. He didn't say what the first difference was. If it would just be that one difference, say Zos, me boy. Elad be Yerushalayim. Here's the other difference. Yerushalayim talking Yechid of Yavna ain't talking Yechid. Apparently, we want to say Yerushalayim, even individual people blew the shofar on Shabbos Rosh Hashanah, and Yavna individuals did not. So Gemara says, that's not the case. If Yavna ain't talking Yechidin, they, they didn't blow Yechidin, they didn't blow Yechidin, individuals didn't blow the shofar, and Yavna when the, when the Bezim was there. Vok Yasser of Yisrael, Yisrael came by Yosef, Yisrael Yosef came from Eretz Yisrael, Omar, Kimasayim Shlichet Tzibur, Tkiyav Yavna, when the Shlich Tzibur finishes blowing the shofar in Yavna, Lo Shama Inish Kolunim, a person couldn't hear himself think, couldn't hear his own, his own ears, couldn't hear what he said, because the Tkiyas of all the individuals, the whole city was blowing shofar. El Alav Yerushalayim, what? So that can't be that Yerushalayim didn't, they didn't, individuals didn't blow. El Alav Yerushalayim, talking about Bisman Bezman and Shlomo Bezman. Difference is that in Yerushalayim they blew whether the Bezman was in session or not. Over Yavna, but in Yavna Bisman Bezman ain't Shlomo Bezman. Low. They blew, everybody blew, but they only blew Bezman Bezman. Habizman Bezman, Smash the Bezman and Mia, token. Vafil Shlavis Ne Bezman. Rafuna said they only blew at the Bezman itself, in front of the Bezman, not outside. And here it's Mashma, you could say Bezman Bezman, they blew the shofar in Yavne, even Shlavis Bezman. It's below. Tilu Shlam talking Bezman Bezman. In Yushlam, they blew in front of the Bezman or not. Right? Uve Yavna, Bifne Bezin, Shilvesna, but Yavna, they only blew in front of the Bezin. So here's the point. In Yerushalayim, they blew the shofar, Bain Bifne Bezin, Ben Shalob Bifne Bezin, when the Bezin was around or not. They didn't have to blow it in front of the Bezin, they could blow, any, blow anywhere. Uve Yavna, Bifne Bezin, and Shilvesna, Yavna, they didn't blow except at the Bezin itself. So here's the difference. In Yavna, they only blew at the Bezin. In Yerushalayim, they blew whether it was in the Bezin, in front of the Bezin, or not in front of the Bezin. They blew anywhere in Yerushalayim, even if the Bezin, even if there they was not there. But it's still mashma that they had a blow at the time that the Bezin was in session. So that's what Rafuna says as far as Rosh Hashanah goes. Yavna. This is where we left off yesterday. Some say that this is what Rafuna said was not talking about when Rosh Hashanah came out on Shabbos, but aha, on, uh, talking about Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur of Yovel, that they blew the shofar. On Yom Kippur, it clearly says that you blow the shofar, that you blow the shofar, uh, not just in, um, not just uh, uh, in uh, at the base of Migdash. Hold on, just a second. I see it's a weak connection. Okay, this should be better. Just a second. Yeah. So on Yom Kippur it says Tavir Shofar B'chol Artzachem. You blow the shofar in throughout the land. So it clearly doesn't talk about in front of Bezdin. You don't have to do it at Bezdin. Everybody's got to blow shofar on shofar on Yom, on Yom Kippur Yovel. Everybody has to blow the shofar. Amra Funa. The imbezin, now where Funa says with the bezin. See, on Rosh Hashanah he said bifnei bezin in front of the bezin. The issue was there. You have to in Yavna. In Yavna they blew the shofar only on, on Shabbos. On Shabbos uh, of Rosh Hashanah only in front of the bezin, as opposed to uh, Yerushalayim where they blew in front of the bezin and not in front of the bezin. Right, either in front of the bezin or not. But in in uh, in Yavna they only blew in front of the bezin. That's what Funa said. 
Some say that what Rafuna said was talking about Ayam Kippur. And what did he say? And on this Gemara, on this Brisa, Rafuna says, the imbezdin, together with the Bezdin. Now, what do you mean together with the Bezdin? It can't mean in front of the Bezdin because it says, Bechal Artsachem. So, my imbezdin, bisman bezdin. Oh, so on this Rafuna's Gemara, when he talks about Yom Kippur of Yovel, when you blew the, when everybody blew the shofar, it had to be at the Zman of the, not in front of the Bezdin, like on Rosh Hashanah of Yavna. Uh, on Rosh Hashanah of Yavna, Rosh Hashanah Shabbos of Yavna. But on Yom Kippur of Yovel, it had to be at the time of Bezin. La Pukash Lobazman Bezin. The Bezin not in session, the load. They don't blow the shofar. In other words, on Yom Kippur of Yovel, everybody blew the shofar, but only in the morning when Bezin was in session. Mas of Rava. So Rava asks the question, Tkias Yovel. He takes out Rosh Hashanah. Tkias Yovel, Dochas Shabbos. Dochas Shabbos. Big Vulin outside of the base of Megdash. Ishu Beso. Every man in his home, meaning every man in his family, has got to blow the shofar, even on Shabbos, on Yom Kippur of Yovel. Fine. Now, my ish, what does it mean, Ishu Beisa? Ilam Yish Veishto. A man and his wife, they both have to be Yotzah with a chauffeur. Is some Yim Chayv? Is a woman Chayv and be a chauffeur at all? Neither on Rosh Hashanah nor on Yom Kippur. But Mitzvah says Shazman Grama. It's a Mitzvah to say that it's time dependent. Chom Mitzvah says Shazman Grama. We learn Nashim Peturas. Women are Potter. Women are Chayv and all Mitzvah slows us say. And all Mitzvah say Shalos Man Grama. Mitzvah says Shazman Grama. Women and Avadim Ketanim are Potter. So how can it mean Ish Beiso cannot mean him and his wife? El Olav Ish Bibeiso. Every man in his home has to blow. Vafil Shlob is man bezin. Mashma, everybody in his house, meaning whatever time it is, he should blow. It's like Akasha and Rafuna about Yom Kippur. It's low. Lolam is man bezin. means man bezin. So Rafuna comes out saying two things according to the first Lashon. He's talking about Rosh Hashanah. Shabbos Rosh Hashanah in Yavne. They had a blow in front of the bez, only at the bezin. It went at the bezin. And on Yom Kippur, he says, Bizman Bezdin. On Yom Kippur of Yovel. Masar of Sheish says, Shabbat Yovel Rosh Hashanah. We had this before. Let Kiel Lebrachos. Yovel of Yom Kippur. Yovel Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur of Yovel and Rosh Hashanah are similar for the Tkiyas. He was blow the shofar. Ule Brachos. El Shab Yovel token Bein Bezdin. Shekitshu Bosachodesh. Except in Yovel, they blow the shofar both in a Bezdin, which was Makadash Achodesh, meaning the Sanhedrin Akdola. Or Bein Bezdin Shlokitshu Bosachodesh. Or not, or, or even uh, in front of a, or, or in a bezin which was not Makash Chodesh. Bechol Yochav Yochid Chayav Likoa. In other words, whether it's in a bezin, every bezin does it, and every person has to blow the shofar. Uv Rosh Hashanah, lo talking about bezin Shekitsh was a Chodesh. And Rosh Hashanah, they only blew in the shofar's Makash Chodesh, only on Sanhed, only in the Sanhedrin, which is really Rebelezer's sheet in our Mishnah. Rebelezer said that when Abiyachan Zaka made the Tekona that, uh, that they blow the shofar, only in Bezdin, he meant only in the Sanhedrin, not in any court of 23, only in the Sanhedrin Dola. So this Brysa goes like Reb Lezer. El Bezdin Shekir Sechodesh. Not everybody has to blow the shofar. My enkel Yachav What does it mean each person doesn't have to blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah? Ilema, the Beovil token, Yechidin. And Yovil, individual people blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, ain't talking Yechidin. What do you mean? People don't, individuals don't blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah? Anybody can blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. We had this case in Yavna. We had the, the, the case we brought up above. When he came from Yavna, he came from Yavna. When they finished the case in Yavna, a person couldn't hear himself, his own voice. His ears couldn't hear himself. Because everybody was blowing the shofar. So clearly, on Rosh Hashanah, everybody can blow the shofar. Maybe this is what it means. In Yovel, they blow whether the Bezin's in session or not. Over Rosh Hashanah, Bezman Bezin ain't, Shalom Bezman Bezin low. Not in Rosh Hashanah, as we said, only Bezman Bezin, as we said before, only only at the in front of the Bezin, maybe according to Rav Huna, but it's Mashma over here. What's between Rosh Hashanah and, and, uh, and Yom Kippur of Yovel? El Abiyovil, they, they blow whether the, the Bezin's in session or not. In Rosh Hashanah, 
only Bisman Bezin. Bisman Bezin. No, Tani Mias, but you see, Beovel, Bain Bisman Bezin. Bain Shlob Bisman Bezin in Bezin. They blow the, on Yovel, they blow the show for Bisman Bezin or not, which goes against what Rafuna said, because we said, Rafuna said before, that where everybody blows the show for on Yovel of Yom Kippur, it's Dafka Bisman Bezin. Not Shlob Bisman Bezin. Here it's Mashman. Yovel, Bain Bisman Bezin. Bain Shlob Bisman Bezin. So it's going to low. Lolem Bisman Bezin. It means Bisman Bezin. So what's the difference between Yovel and Rosh Hashanah? Yovel Bisman Bezin token. In, in Yovel, they blow only when Bezim's in Sheshin. Bain Bifnei Bezim, Bain Shlob Bezim, whether in front of Bezim or not. Rosh Hashanah token, Bisman Bezim, Ubifnei Bezim. We're talking about after the Churban of Esamigdash, and they were in Yavne. So, and Yom Kippur, they blow the show for, they blow the show for, Biovel Bisman Bezim, Biovel Bisman Bezim token, Bain Bifnei Bezim, Bain Shlob Bezim. And Yovel, they blow the shofar wherever they are, in front of Bezin or not, but only in Bisman Bezin. Um, b- right? Beovel, Bisman Bezin token, Bain Bifnei Bezin, Bezin, Rosh Hashanah, they token Bisman Bezin, Ubifnei Bezin. So it comes out, this is what Rafuna said. Rafuna said at the top of the page, the, the, the first piece that we learned yesterday, that we repeated today, is that on Rosh Hashanah of Shabbos, Shabbos Rosh Hashanah in Yavne, after the after the Chorban, Rebbechem Zakos Matakim, they blow in the Bezdin, they blow uh, at all the Bezdins, only in the Bezdin, not outside the Bezdin. And on Yom Kippur of Yovel, they blow anywhere, it says Bechol it's got to be wherever you are, and that's Bifnei Bezdin, Shlo Bifnei wherever you are. However, it's got to be Bizman Bezdin. So on Rosh Hashanah, it be at the Bezdin itself. On Yom Kippur, it says, you can blow wherever you are, but it's got to be Bisman Bezin. And that's what Rafuna says. Itmanami, a proof to what Ravchia, to what Rafuna said, if you see this Brisa, not a Brisa, this is Ravchia Baragamda saying, Rabbi Yossi Ben Shol, Omer Rebbe, he said the name of Rebbe, so it's like a uh, Omer Rebbe. That what so it's like the, the equivalent of a of a of a Bryce of bringing us a proof. Ain't token Ella Kolzman Shabesin Yoshman. They only blow the shofar when the Bezin is there. Right? When only token Yachidim Yom Kippur Beovel Rashi says El Bezman Shabesin Yoshman Koman. Token token Mcholier. Anybody can blow anywhere they want on Yom Kippur. Everybody has to blow, and you blow anywhere you want, but only when Bezin is in session. So Rav Huna is confirmed. His opinion is confirmed that again on Rosh Hashanah in Yavne they blow only at the Bezin. At the Bezdin. Rabbi Lezer said only in front of the Sanhedrin. But we say any Bezdin, according to Rashi, any Bezdin of 23, according to others, any Bezdin period, even a Bezdin of 3. On Yom Kippur, they could blow anywhere. It doesn't have to be in front of a Bezdin at all, but it's got to be when Bezdin is in session. What happens if Bezdin, you say it has to be when Bezdin is in session. In both cases, Bezdin has to be in session. What happens if they were just adjourning? They got ready to get up. They stirred. They got ready to get up. They were just they were still there, but they didn't give a low do. Mao. Is that considered in session or not? So Bezdin Yoshvan Bina and the Yuvi Bezin sitting there and they're still sitting there, because they're just stirring, getting ready to get up. The time when they're actually uh, when they can actually Paskin things where they, you know, they didn't close the books yet. Uh, question So we said in the end of the Mishnah. The first thing that we said, the difference is that what we discussed here today, that uh, what's the difference between uh, Yerushalayim and Yavna, that in Yerushalayim they blew the shofar uh, on Rosh Hashanah of Shabbos, right, on Rosh Hashanah of Shabbos, um, uh, Bifnei Bezin, Shalom Bifnei Bezin, and in Yavna it was only Bifnei Bezin. That was one difference. And then we said, Yerushalayim also had a difference, is that any place that was near Yerushalayim, that what does that mean? You could see Yerushalayim from there. Roa, says the Gemara, Prat Yosheves, 
benachal. If it's in a if it's in a, uh, a a valley, let's say they couldn't see Yerushalayim from there, they were obstructed their view. Then they wouldn't blow the shofar on Shabbos of uh, on Shabbos of Rosh Hashanah. It was considered outside of Yerushalayim. Shamas, they'd be able to hear probably shows Rosh off there on top of a mountain. They couldn't hear. The, the sounds from Yerushalayim. Krova, probably Yerushalayim, Chutzotchum, if they couldn't get there. If you, it was outside the Tchum Shabbos and they couldn't travel to there on Shabbos or Yontif, in this case, Rosh Hashanah, that also they wouldn't blow there. The Yecholololavo, let's say there was a river, it's very close, but there was a river they couldn't get there because they couldn't cross the river. So you had to have all these qualities. In other words, a city that was that you could see Yerushalayim from there, you could hear Yerushalayim, you can get to Yerushalayim, there was no Tchum Shabbos obstructing you, there was no river obstructing you. In those places at the time when, they, when the Besan was in Yerushalayim, they blew the shofar in these places as well. So the, the, the taconis of uh, Rosh Hashanah, of Shabbos, are very complicated. Because number one, we see that even at the time of the Beis Migdash, they had that gzeira, that outside of Yerushalayim, at least they didn't blow the shofar on Shabbos. In Yerushalayim, apparently they did. Rashi is, 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 uh, is, is, seems to have two different opinions. Because Rashi says, Lo Medini says, Lo Yerushalayim, Lo B'Gvulun. But the Mepharshim say the heart that doesn't make sense because... We talk here about Yerushalayim was different than the other ones. In other words, even the places near Yerushalayim, they blew the shofar. So clearly Yerushalayim, it's Mashman the Farshim, that Yerushalayim uh, was like the base of Mikdash, that they blew the shofar there on Shabbos, not like other cities. However, there is a difference that in the base of Mikdash, they blew any time when the, when the Bezim was in session or not. And Yerushalayim, they only blew when the Bezim was in session. Similarly, we have differences. Now, this mission is talking about uh, the difference between the time the base Megdash or not, it doesn't mention Shabbos. You see, when Rosh Hashanah, we talk about Shabbos, but we'll see there's differences between Lulav. We know we don't take the Lulav on Shabbos, and we don't take the Lulav on, and we don't take the uh, Shofar on Shabbos. So, similar things, like the Gemara said, the chain, uh, behind the time of the Lulav, behind the time of the Gila. Reason we don't take the Lulav on the first day of Sukkot, even though it's a Dorais of the first day, is because you might come to carry it, and the same thing with the shofar. So in that sense, they're similar, but there are differences, as we'll see now. One Pesach says, Right, you should be happy in front of, meaning, in the base of yomim all seven days. But when it comes to individuals, it says, in terms of the lulav. So originally, in the time of the base of Mikdash, the lulav was taken in the Mikdash all seven days, because it says, seven days. Only one day outside the base of Mikdash, right? Midin means outside of Mikdash, meaning even Yerushalayim are outside. Uh, only one day. In other words, Shabbos or not, there was no purpose in taking a lulav the other days of Sukkot outside of the base of Mikdash. You only took lulav the first day. Mishachar base of Mikdash, when time base of Mikdash was destroyed, he's going to be Achmed Zaka, he's going to talk in Shei, lulav nitabimdina shiva zeichel Mikdash, right? There was no base of Mikdash anymore. So what do you, what do, you do with the lulav? Are you only going to have one day? No, zeichel Mikdash. Just remember that base of Mikdash was done seven days, so we do. On Rosh Hashanah is only one day, or two days if it's Sveikah to Yoma, so they blew the show for both days, right? But on Sukkot, there's seven days, and it's all in, in, and the base of Mikdash is not here anymore, so nobody's going to take it all seven days. Zeichel Mikdash, we have to make us uh, remember the base of Mikdash, so we take it all seven days. That was one. Takana v'shiyei yomanov kulo aser, and the the Tfua Chadasha, the Chadash, we eat the new uh, the new grains is only much to eat after the carbon omer was brought on the second day of Pesach, the first day of Chalamoy. So uh, what happens us? We'll we'll talk about that, and we'll talk about that in a minute about the um, about the omer being matter. And he said 
that when there's no more base amigdash, you can't eat the whole 16th day. You can't eat until the night going into the 17th, because that's the, that's the, the rule. We'll discuss that in a minute based on the psukim, meaning at the time of the base amigdash on the 16th day, you, when they brought the carbon omer, then it was mutratit. You know, they prepared all the food. As soon as they brought the carbon omer, the, the markets were open and they sold all the new grain. At, when there was no more base amigdash, you had to wait till the 16th day was over. That's what... That's what he was metakin. That was Rabbi Yechon Mazakin metakin. But we didn't talk about Shabbos of Lulav. We just talked about in general the Beis Hamikdash or not Beis Hamikdash. Beis Hamikdash it was taken all seven days and Dini Yom Echad. And we're not talking here about Shabbos. We'll talk about the difference between Shabbos and Shoshofer versus Lulav in a few minutes. Nothing more says Menol Davdin and says, How do you get this idea Zeichel Amikdash? Right? Zeichel Amikdash Kehilo. Where do you get this idea that we do Zeichel Amikdash? Dharma Kalapasik says Ki Ela Rucha Loch. I will restore your health, and I will, from your wounds, I will heal you, because you, they called you uh, rejected or outcast. It's Zion. Nobody is seeking it. Nobody is uh, interested in, uh, in inquiring after Tzion. You have to remember, Drisha, it, it, it's mashma. Nobody's, nobody's doing it. It's a bad, you're in a bad situation. I have to heal you from that because uh, nobody, nobody's concerned about you. It's mashma that there is some, you, you should try to remember Tzion. You should be something, you should seek after Zion. You should seek after remembering. That's the idea of Zechel Amigdash. Okay, so we said, Shienov Kulo Asr. Before we come back to Lulav, he said that, um, we said that whole second day, the day of Yom Anuf means the day of waving the Omer. Yom means waving, that the, the whole day is also. What do we mean? One Pusik tells us that what's, one Pusik says, uh, when can you eat the, uh, new, the new produce, right? At Etzim Hayom right? Until, at Etzim Hayom, until this very day. This very day sounds like at the beginning of the 16th day, meaning in the, in the morning of the 16th, the first day of Cholomoy, you should be able to eat the new produce. Another Pusik says, Adaviachem, right? Adaviachem is Omar Tunufa until you bring the Omar Tunufa, right? Adaviachem is Omar Tunufa until you bring the over, uh, until you bring the carbon, you can't eat the new grain. All right, so which one is it? Can you eat it from the 16th in the morning at Etzim until this very day? Or do you have to wait till you bring the carbon Omer? So because of that, they had a, they had a, they they figured like this at the time when you bring the omer so the omer is matter you bring the more omer at nine o'clock in the morning they could they could bring eight o'clock eight o'clock twelve o'clock twelve o'clock whenever you bring the carbon omer that's when the new tfua is mutter to be eaten when there's no omer when there's no base amigdash so at samayom is matter the morning is matter morning is right away so we have this problem now why did Rabbi Yochman Zaki say there's no more base amigdash you have to wait the whole day the sixteenth day is gone. So why? So the Gemara explains my time. But why did he say that the whole day should be usher? Time of the base of when you brought the carbon, then you could bring it. There's no base of should be mutter from right in the morning. So it's not, here's the reason. Midaraisa, apparently, you're right. You should be able to eat in the morning. My time. And hey, you base of Base of should be rebuilt speedily in our time. The Yomer people will say, Wait a minute. Let's say the base of is rebuilt now. The people say, Wait a minute. Last year we ate. You know, the morning after Yontif, the first day of Yontif, uh, the 15th day of Nisan. The next morning we ate, as soon as Heir uh, Mizrach, we ate also. Well, let's eat now again. They won't wait for the carbon over to be brought when the new base meters will be built. And they don't know. And last year there was no Omer, Heir Mizrach, as soon as the sun rose in the east, that was Matur, the Tunut were to be eaten. Hashta Deika Omer, now that there's a carbon Omer, Omer Matur. Okay, so that's why we're afraid that 
people will not know when the base of Israel rebuilt the loss if they get accustomed to start eating the new grains as soon as Amur HaShachar on the 16th They'll eat it even when the base of Mikdash is here, when the base of Mikdash will be rebuilt. So we don't want that to happen. So he tells them, don't eat the whole day. Okay, but why do you have to wait the whole day? Why not just wait till noon? So the Gemara says, the Mivni Amos, when will the base, when are you talking about the base of Mikdash being rebuilt? If it's actually built on the 16th day, you're afraid the base of Mikdash will be rebuilt, right? Will be rebuilt on the 16th day. Mamish Hashem will send down that base of Mikdash on the 16th day. Whenever it happened, Hashem sent out the base of let's say at 10 o'clock in the morning. That's in between the first two base of and the new base, the third base of third base of the first two base of had to be, had to be built by man, as we know, right? Shlomo Melch built it, Hordus built one, Ezra, right? It was built by men. But the, the third base of will come down in one shot from heaven. So, but it, whenever it comes down, it was already mutter to eat, let's say six in the morning, it was already mutter to eat. What's your problem? If it came down at 10 o'clock, but they were mutter to eat it already. So let's say it was built before. It was built, let's say, Hashem uh, sent out the base on Pesach, on the first day of Pesach, let's say. So, or it could really mean even before, any time before. So, you should be mutter from noon. Why? That time we learn our chok and the people who are far away. They're not near the base of Mikdash. There was no communications. And they know the base of Mikdash is around. They're mutter to eat from noon. From noon, they can rest assured. In afternoon, in other words, the people who live in Syria or St. Louis, wherever they live, they should be able to eat the new, assuming that Chodesh is knowing and Chutzlar also. But let's say people who are far away in Haifa and they don't know if the carbon was brought yet. But by, by noontime, they can rest assured that uh, the carbon was brought. Why? Because the Bezin, meaning the Bezin of the Kohan and the Bezin Migish, they're not lazy. They've got to bring a carbon up. They're going to do it right in the morning. It's a public uh, carbon. So what's going on over here? So if it was built before, I mean before the, what's, what's your problem? So uh, the, even so, let Rabbi Yachmanzaki say, don't eat, even when there's no Bezin don't eat till noon. Because by noon, you, it's, it's for sure going to be okay. If there's no base of Mikdash in the morning, so it's mutter at 6 o'clock in the morning. If there is a base of Mikdash, they'll bring it by noon. Why did you have to wait the whole day? It's was built. The was built on, on the 15th day, right before Shkia. They didn't know it was coming. And it was put down there from Shkia, or it was built at night. Hashem sent it down at night. The night after the first day of Pesach, Hashem sent it down at night. And they didn't have time yet to go and cut out the, yeah, to cut down the Omer L'Shem. Omer, even on Shabbos, when you cut it down, you're, you harvest it in the field. So they had to get it, and they had to cut it down in the morning, and then grind it and roast it and process the Omer. It would take time, right? So therefore, therefore, what you have, you have a situation is maybe it would take time, and maybe that day they wouldn't be able to bring it by noon. In a normal situation with the basement just around, okay, they brought it by noon for sure, what's the problem? But if it was built at the last second, so to speak, overnight they woke up and there was a basement English there, they had to go out now and harvest the stuff and bring it and grind it and process it, maybe they wouldn't make it in time. So because of that, Rabbi Yafra I said, that might happen. I, you say... Uh, the base of is not built at night. You don't build it at night. You don't build it on Yom, certainly not on Shabbos. The answer is, that was the first two base of weren't a lot. You're not Mechal Shabbos to build the base of You build it not, on, not at the time of the base of not, not on Shabbos, not on Yom. But the third base of is going to come down from heaven. There's no Chilol involved. So maybe it'll happen that way. So that's why he was talking the whole day. That's one way to learn that he made a Takana, that in case the base of will be rebuilt at the last second, and they won't have time, you won't be able to. You won't be able to eat the chodesh the whole day. Therefore, when the basement isn't around, we also matak in the whole day. You shouldn't eat. That's one answer. Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak says. Rabbi Yochanan. He says. Rabbi Yochanan Zakai b'shitz Rabbi No, it's a doraisa. It's a doraisa. He didn't learn that the etzam and yomazeh is in the morning. 
when there's no base of Migdash, as opposed to when you bring the carbon over, when there's no base of Migdash, it's not the morning, but rather, that means the very day, until the day. When you say until the 16th, you mean until the 16th has started or until the 16th has ended. Until the very day means until the 16th has ended. That's why it's a Daraisa. When there's a base of Migdash, the carbon is matter. When there's no base of Migdash, you have to wait till the whole 16th day. Says the more, wait a minute, does Rebbe Chemzaka really hold like that sheet of Rabbi Yehuda? Like we saw in our Mishnah, and Rabbi Yehuda said about that, not that Rabbi Yehuda saw Rabbi Yochum and Zakai, but this is Rabbi Yehuda, a, a, um, uh, it's, it's Rabbi Yehuda Rashi says that um, it wasn't really that they saw him. Rabbi Yehuda says, he says, the Tana didn't see, they weren't in the same generation, but Rabbi said about him, it means until the day is completed. So it's mashma that Rabbi Yehuda was saying, Rabbi Yehuda made a takana. What do you mean made a takana? It's midaraisa. It's mashma that Rabbi Yehuda did not hold it was the raisa. The says, no. Hasam Rabbi Yehuda, the Ketar Yehuda made a mistake in understanding Rabbi Yehuda. He thought the whole day should be usher when there's no base of You shouldn't eat the new grains. That's not the case. He really meant midaraisa. It's usher. It says he made a takana. In other words, there was a base of When the base of was around, they brought it with when the Omer came. When the base of was destroyed at the time of Yachman Zakai, they didn't know what are you going to do now. When there's no base of when can they eat the chadash? Do they have to wait the whole day or not? So he made a takana. He darshan the posik. That means ad And he darshan. Rabbi Yudah, though, didn't understand him. And the Mishnah says, Rabbi Yochum Zaka was metaken. He made a decree. You shouldn't eat the whole day. He assumed that's a decree. Drabonan. No, it wasn't Drabonan. He darshan the posik and he made the takana based on the drush of the posik. So they built hell. It was the raisa. So he said before that in talking about the lulav, right, that the, that the Mishnah was really talking about not Tafka and Shabbos, but there is a difference between Shabbos and uh, when it comes to Lulav versus the shofar. We said the shofar, at the time of the base of Migdash, the Lulav is different both at the time of the base of Migdash and not in the time of the Migdash. So at the time of the base of Migdash, the first day, right, was Docha, you took the Lulav, Docha Shabbos, even outside the base of Migdash. Even outside the base of Migdash, it was only one day. So only one day, they took it even on Shabbos. Ve'ilut, at the time of the Migdash, Ve'ilut, shofar, was not Docha Shabbos even outside, outside Yerushalayim, let's say, as we saw in the Mishnah. Because they made the takana, right? And only in the base of Migdash, they, they, uh, they only blew the shofar only in the base of Migdash or only in Yerushalayim. And even when the base of Migdash was destroyed, there's also a difference between Lulav and Shofar, that the Lulav is not Docha Shabbos, even on the first day. And by Tkia Shofar, according to Rabbi Zaka, they did blow the shofar in front of Besdin. So we say Shofar and Lulav are not taken at all on Shabbos, right? Not taken on Shabbos. But... If there would be a Bezdin, they would blow the shofar. Whether even though it's a Bezdin, they don't take the Lulav. So there is a difference between Lulav and shofar, both in the time of the base Migdash, that in the time of the base Migdash, it was Docha, even Bemdina, not. What's the difference between the two? So, Bisman base Migdash, you could say Tkia shofar is the reason that, that we said that outside the base Migdash, they didn't blow, because it wasn't sure which day it was, right? Rosh Hashanah, they don't know. Maybe the Adam will come, maybe they won't come, as we'll discuss. So we weren't sure about that. But by Chag Sukkosh was on the 15th. They knew what day it was. So at the time of the base Migdash, they took the Lulav, even in the uh, even outside the base Migdash, on Shabbos. After the base Migdash, where they could blow the shofar 
uh, one person can blow every. It's not like lulav lulav. Everybody has to take the lulav in their own hands. But in the shofar, one person could blow. So if there was a bezin, so they blew there. They can they can rely on the bezin. Whereas the uh, the the lulav is each and every person. And each and every person, you have to worry about Chil Shabbos already that maybe they'll come to carry it. So there are differences, even though we know Lulav and Rosh Hashanah, when it comes to us, Shofar and Lulav is the same. Rosh Hashanah comes out on Shabbos, we don't take Lulav, and take, we don't take the, uh, we don't blow the Shofar. But there was a difference, that there was a difference that it, and if there was a Bezdin, they would blow the Shofar, as we said, in front of the Bezdin, the Fnei Bezdin, like Rafuna explained uh, the, the, the Mishnah. So there is a difference um, uh, if there would be a Bezdin, there would be a difference. And there was a difference also at the time of the Beis Mikdash that outside of Yishalayim, they didn't blow the Shofar, but they did take the Lulav. The Mishnah goes on. Rishonim Mekabal Eidus Chodesh Kalayom. They would Mekabal Eidus for the new month. We're talking since the government of Rosh Hashanah is the issue. Because in Rosh Hashanah, what would happen? You have the 29th day of El just passed. Now it's the 30th day of El. Or Adam going to come or not? Well, they, maybe maybe Adam will come. So what do you do? Adam are going to come during the day, right? And say what they saw the evening before. But what happens, uh, what do you do with Yontif? Do you keep Yontif or is it a weekday? Do you go to work? So Rishonim and is the whole Yom. And as they, they would stop, they wouldn't work because maybe Adam will come in the middle of the day and say they saw the new moon and it's Rosh Hashanah today. So you can't say, we're going to stop work now. They had to be knowing. They had to make Kiddush and they had to, you know, uh, they had a, a, they had the, all the rules of Rosh Hashanah. So they were kind of the whole day. Pamach is one time. The difference we'll see is that when they brought the Karbonus in the time of the Beis Migdash, they also said a Shir Shal Yom, right? The Shir Shal Yom every day. We say the Shir Shal Yom. And they had special Shirim for Rosh Hashanah. So what happened was, is Pamach and Shariah love, they didn't come the whole day. And the Levium went wrong with the Shear. They, either they said the wrong Shear or they didn't make a Shear at all because they didn't know what to do. They waited already till Mincha. And in the morning, Mela, they said the, the Shear of, the, of the, the daily Shear that we do on a regular weekday, right? Whatever weekday it was. But when it came to Mincha, and when they came to Mincha, they didn't know what to do. So either they didn't do it at all or they did the one of the weekday and they made a mistake and then Adam came. So they said, we did the wrong shir. So they said, we're only makabal Adam until mincha. That's it. That was the takana of Yochan Zakkai. They they're only until mincha. Only until mincha. Meaning if they came, if imbo Adam, mina mincha lamala, they would keep that day Kodesh because they finished the day Kodesh, Ulamacher Kodesh, because they did say we're not going to declare Rosh Hashanah until tomorrow. But still, they had to complete that day of Yantif because of a concern. Then he said you can accomplish the whole day. Because when the basement was around, they, they were worried about messing up the aid that they would bring, if they would bring the, they would bring the wrong carbon or they wouldn't bring a carbon, as we'll see. But when the base mix wasn't around anymore, there was no issue of bringing a carbon. So there was no issue with the shear shal yom. But there was no shear shal yom. There was no carbon. There was no shear that went along with the carbon. So he said they were the whole day. But still, two days. That's why we have two days today, really. Because in those times also, they didn't always know if they're going to keep one day or two days. And if they weren't makabal, the Adam until Minchor, the Adam came too late, they would keep the next day also misophic. They weren't declared till the next day. That's why we have two days, even in Yerushalayim. And that's why we have two days today. Even when we have a calendar, we keep it. Mal Kilkul. What do you mean Kilkul? The Aiden would mess up. Kilkul Avim. Mal Kilkul Kilkul Avim Bashir. 
what what do we talk about? He says, Miskalko Levi and Bashir. They said the wrong Shir Shion. What did they do wrong? So Hakatagimu here in Bubble, they said Shalom Shir Kol. They didn't they, they didn't say any Shir at all. Came to Minchatan, they didn't know what to do. Are they there's no Adam yet? What should we do? So they didn't say any Shir at all. They didn't say it at all. That's not the right way to bring the carbon. Rab Zayra says no. Shamushir Shalchol. They did a chol instead of with Imtamit Shalbainer Baim instead of doing the one for Yantav, as we'll see the special one for Yantav at Mincha time. So Rab Zayra said Shamushir Shalchol Imtamit Shalbainer Baim. Omalur of Zayra. Rab Zayra said La Ava Bray to Ava's son Puktani. Go teach these other guys in Babel. They're making a mistake. I say they said the one of chol. They say they didn't say anything at all. No. Look at the words. His kinish lemekabme is a chodesh elikadeshiye shows beyond the brisa says. They they're makabel. They were only makabel to Adam and when when there's enough time to bring the carbon tamid or musafim in a scam velomer shir shalobashivas to say the proper shir without making any mistakes. In other words, they made a takana that they shouldn't be makabel to Adam unless there's enough time that they could still make. If it's after the time that they bring the carbon mincha, it's too late already. Uh, they won't say the right shir. So you're only makabel to Adam until that time. And if the Adam didn't come by then, then you do like apparently a regular chol, a regular chol uh, a shira. The Shir Shal Yom, and then and you declare the next day Yantip. Yamat Bishloma, Omur Shir, the Chate Sit Shir Chal Hanadika Shiva. I understand the mistake they made. They said the wrong one. So, in other words, if the, if you had been Kabbalah Adam after they brought the carbon Mincha, and they said the one of Chol, so they said the wrong one, because the Adam said today's Rosh Hashanah, and you, did, and you said the one of Chol. Ella Iamrit Lom or Klal, if you say they didn't say it at all, my Shibashika, they didn't make a mistake, they didn't say anything at all. So, so that proves Reb Zaira's point that the mistake would be that they said the wrong, the wrong shira. Not that they didn't say it at all. So Gemara's no. Keeping the lomer custom, they saying all and the They left it all out. In other words, you think only saying the wrong one is a mistake? Not saying anything is also a mistake. Masar Ravacha Barhuna. So Ravuna now Ravacha Barhuna asked this kasha right. Tamishal Rosh Hashanah Shachris Karav Kelchaso. In the time of the morning, they bring the regular meaning. You do the chol, because presumably the Adam didn't come that early in the morning when they brought the carbon tomit, so they just did whatever the chol was. The first day we say, Hashem HaRat Samaloa, right? Every day you say the Shir Shalyom. But Musaf Ma'omer, Musaf, if there were no Rosh Hashanah, there was, there was no chol for Musaf, right? Musaf is Damzafka. They said, Hanino Lekemuzeno. That's the Perak Pelf, which is the one of Thursday, our Thursday. Hanino Lekemuzeno, we rejoice to Hashem. Hariu Leloke Yaakov. What is the Pusik? Hariu Leloke Yaakov. Sing a trua, right? Blow a shofar, blow a trua for the kakav. Oh, that, that fits for Rosh Hashanah. But Mincha, what did they say? Mincha, call Hashem Yachal Midbar, the, call, the voice of Hashem, meaning the voice of Hashem in Harsinai. We remember that. Rosh Hashanah is called shofar shamat and Torah. The shofar that blew a shamat, we remember that. What happens if Rosh Hashanah, what happens if Rosh Hashanah comes out on, what happens if Rosh Hashanah comes out on Thursday? On Thursday. So if it comes out on Thursday, so we say specific. So it's the same shira. It's the same one that you would have said at Musaf. So if Rosh Hashanah comes out on Thursday, and if you knew it was already Rosh Hashanah, let's say the Adam came, it's the same shira. It's the same one for Thursday that we said at Musaf. So you don't want to say the same shira both at Shachris and at Musaf. Because you repeat the same one, the Thursday one. If you said the Thursday one for Chol and the same Thursday one for, for Musaf, it's the same one. Which is the middle of that parak. I will take the sefer I will take away uh, from. I will take away this the sevel, the yoke from his shoulder. That was when Yosef, referring to Yosef, got out of jail. Then, so as we said, got on Rosh Hashanah. So, you said that part 
They said that part. And if the Adam came after Tomit Shachar, so you already said the Thursday morning, the regular one. Even though you already said it. In other words, in the morning, if the Adam hadn't come yet, so you say the regular Thursday one. And then what do you do for, for Musaf? You also say the Thursday one. So you, then you repeat it because there's no choice. If you know Thursday morning that it's already Rosh Hashanah, so you do a different one. You do the middle, middle part of that parak for the shear of the morning. And for, Yom Kippur, and for, uh, for Musaf, you say the beginning, the Harninu Kemozenu. But if you didn't know, so you already said Thursday's Chol regular one, and then for the Musaf, you repeat the same thing. Yamatish, Lomakolech, Nemestak, if you're not sure. I mean, and Shir the Chol, you say that one, Haina the Kamer, Om of a Koflo, because when you're not sure, you just do the one of Chol. El Yamat, Lo Omer according to you, the Bnei Bavel, who said, uh, if you don't say it at all, my Omer Kofa, why would you say it again? If you don't know what to do, you just leave it out. Says no, shiny awesome the shear of the omi. That's the shear of that day. It's different because on Thursday that's the shear of that day. If we're talking about you're not sure, let's say at mincha time what to do, so you don't say anything. You're not sure what what is. But this is the shear that you said every morning, right? She says shiny awesome the shear the omi. The laolam kolechin mistafka milsa kugom b'mincha diayom kodesh lo lo shachlem emichol vei avichol lo shachlem em the kodesh. If you're not sure, lor minikal. Could be that the bnei bavel are right. If you're not sure, don't say anything at all. The reason why over here they said they repeated the same one. That's the shear of its day. Even Rosh Hashanah, you say that one. You repeated a second time. In other words, if you knew it was Thursday morning, if you knew Thursday morning was already Rosh, was already Rosh Hashanah, so you say the second half of that parak at, at Shachris and the beginning of the parak at Musaf. But if you don't. No, so you say the one of Chol. It doesn't mean to say that when you're not sure, you always say the one of Chol. It just means to say that day, that's the regular one for Thursday, so you would say it that day anyway. But if you're not sure, let's say by Mincha time, maybe you don't say anything. That's what the Bay Bubble would say. All right, we'll pick him here tomorrow, Mr. Shem from Tanya, the top line, at, at the same time of 5.15. Have a good day, everybody. Kol Tov.